to record quiet. Oh my god. But we, we've got to talk about the things we played and, and watched and listened to, yeah? For five more minutes. You said that like ten minutes ago. Um, I'm sleepy. I, I know, but like, there's, there's skits. Oh, I do like skits. Skits, right? Yeah. And, and, and queer trans ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with brightly coloured hair. You know how you like those? <laughs> yeah, I do like those. Yeah, and then all the skits and and all that stuff. Mm, yeah, 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 I know. Come on, yeah, <laughs> okay. okay, come on. Uh, is it time for Queer and Pleasant Strangers? Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Dale. And I'm not Jane S. Magnet. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers, that podcast where two queer trans ladies talk about our weeks and have a bit of a do silly voices and skits and whatnot. That's the thing we do. We catch up. We see how we're doing. How are you doing? It's been a day. It's been a day. We've both had a day. Not enough sleep, too much horrible news. Yeah, it's just been a day that's been a bit rough. Yeah. But... Our weekend was alright though. It was a good weekend. We had a we had one of them lazy weekends, what we are known for occasionally having. It feels like forever since we last had one though. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. I, I said that, I was like, we're not known for those, we're known for doing things <laughs> Quite every the opposite Of never having a, a free weekend. Yeah. So yes, it was nice to just lie down. To have a weekend where we had only one objective and that was lie down on the sofa and play this video game we're both playing a lot of. Exactly. We we went for a couple of nice walks. Yeah, we we, we went for a... Well, actually, I'll, I'll save the, 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 the gaming walk for for a little bit later, but... Uh, yeah, should we, should we get into that gaming? Stuff we've played? Well, uh... What, what, what have we played this week? Well, we both played a thing most of the weekend. We did. We played more Dragon Quest Builders. We did. We're showing a lot of restraint by not playing it now. Yeah, I mean, we made that joke last week, but it's actually got worse since then. Yeah, so, like, I'm going to show you how bad it is, Jane. If I just move my mouse down to the bottom of my screen, my Switch is here on my computer screen, where I can just... Dragon Quest Builders is right there, just, like, three clicks away. Like, I could be playing it right that, now. That feels very dangerous. I know, right? You just slip into it. Yeah. Without even meaning to. I, it, you see you see the problem. It became an audio stream of just us <laughs> playing Dragon Quest Builders. Yeah. So, how are you feeling about it an, an additional weekend? I feel that I need more Dragon Quest Builders, and I'm probably about to run out of Dragon Quest Builders. I, here's the thing. I've got my complaints about this game. Like, since last week, yeah. I've definitely had a couple more complaints. Mm-hmm. Um... I think that the second time, after you finish that second island, and it's like, ah, we're going to drop you back on your creative mode island to let you just sort of get on with making your island a bit again. Yep. It's like, yes, okay, I've been I've been doing a story for a while. I'm I'm ready for just freeform creation, and I'm being pulled off on a side quest. Yeah, like we'd spent all that time getting through that whole island. Like there'd been some stuff that we, we mentioned last week about like issues we had with with some of that whole section generally but there was a lot of new things that we could create at the end of that that we yeah. were like you know what i want to take that home that was it we we were both excited like here's a fun new cool tool set and we have a bunch of ideas and a bunch of projects we want to get doing yeah because as you're getting towards the end of it you're sort of going okay now what can i what can i put into my my island and 
without warning, the game goes, nope, we are kidnapping you for stealth mission story mode, you cannot escape it, Ireland. Yeah. yeah. And it's 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 weird because it's super linear. It takes all of your abilities away from you. Mm-hmm. Um like I'm okay with a sort of forced stealth mission at like in a linear game uh near the start of the game so that you you're not losing a bunch of stuff. Mm. Like uh I, I've always liked the one at the beginning of Wind Waker. Um where you have to go you have to sneak through a place without your sword. I'm like mm. they took one thing away from you, gave you a cool linear thing to do. And then let you, let you get back to it. Mm. This annoyed me a lot more. The prison section. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'd have probably liked it more if it was, hey, there's a there's a mysterious prison. Maybe let's uh, let's get ourselves caught so that we can es- try and escape and we'll earn something for doing that. It's on your map. Go there when you're ready. I wouldn't have minded. Mm. I, I didn't like it being thrust upon me. Yeah, it marches straight into your creative mode of world and goes, do this, do this. Oh no, now you're being thrown in prison and you're going to have to live on... Um, was it Skullcatraz or Skullcatraz? Skel- Skel- Something of, a pun of that level. Yes. Um, I, I also found that like there were things that the game did not explain to me properly how to do that got like a little bit frustrating and I had to get help to work out how to do some basic things. Like, I wanted a farm near my pyramid so the people working at the pyramid could have some basic food. And I was mm. like, I don't need it to be a whole farm, I just want a patch of land. And I put down my, my, my grass seed and I put down my scarecrow and no one was tilling the soil. And I was like, why oh, are none of you doing it? Because apparently there's a job system that like is poorly explained, and I had to go find an NPC who was of the right class to bring them over to the pyramid so they would till the soil. Right. Um, but like those little nitpicks aside, I'm I'm having a lot of fun still. Mm-hmm. I I like the 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 new tool I unlocked, the magic pencil. Yeah. Where I can make blueprints of things that I've already built. Especially useful for the the big projects. Oh, it's it's so nice because. You can use it to, if you've built something on, like, a story mode island, you can go, like, right, I'm going to pinch a blueprint for that. Or, like, you find a fancy house that someone built and got put in the game in a competition, and I'm like, I'm going to go blueprint that and have my citizens build it. Yeah. And it's just pretty cool. Yeah, and that that is a nice aspect. I haven't actually got the magic pencil yet, but, like, I would, I would like to see s- some more of that. How, do you yeah. know how many of those uh, unique buildings have been put in. Oh, what, the those ones you can find on the scavenger yeah. islands? A hundred. Okay. And are they completely random? Because obviously there's there's some that I will have seen while without having the magic pencil, so... So I believe they are, as, as I understand it, they're randomised, but they can come up again. So if okay. you want one that you've seen already, you can find it again. Uh-huh. You'll just have to sort of persevere and find where it is. Well, I shall check on Percy. Yeah. Hmm... Yeah, I'm. Oh, I've now. I think most of the way through the third island. I'm maybe halfway. Get, maybe getting most getting there. there. I I have found a three part objective that I think is the final big set of objectives. 
Which one's that? Uh, fight this group, fight this group, and fight this oh, group. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I fought the yeah. ground people. I'm trying to fight the sky people at the moment. Okay, and you've expanded the castle then? Yeah, I've built my big, like, I've got fiery defences out front. And I've just finished and... the fiery defences. Okay, you, you're not far behind me at all then. No, I don't um, think so. But, like, I've been really enjoying build a big castle level. Yes, and I the other thing, the reason I brought that up specifically was the fact that this is the first time in the game where they turn around and go, hey, here is the big project, here's what you need to do. Uh, oh, by the way, if you put down a chest nearby with all the stuff in it, we'll, we'll help you. But if you don't, <gasps> yeah. we won't help you. This has been my favourite thing about this place, because like... The first Dragon Quest builders, I spent so much time repairing this old castle thing that I stumbled yeah. upon, and I th this is the, the third island is the island for me. It's here's a big castle, just repair it. And I was so happy that they were like, we're not like if you want this thing to just be done, that's cool. If you want to do it yourself, we won't interrupt you. Mm. And that was really nice. Yes, uh, it was. It was nice that because that, I know that had been a big complaint for you so far of like. Hey, this cool. I really wanted to build a silver bar on my own. Yeah, I wanted to build a silver bar on my own. Like, I as much as I say I wanted to build the deity, it's a big project. I might have got annoyed with it over time, but like, especially, but I think with the like the actual um, branch bits. Yes, but like, I want. I wanted the option. Yes, I wanted to be able to go like I want to build as much of this as I can, and then when I get frustrated, then I can let you finish yeah. it. Like the silver bar, I definitely could have done solo. Yeah. I, I didn't need help, nope. but but they they did help. They they certainly did. Yeah. Um. So there was that aspect, I guess. But yeah. Um. I I think there's a few bits earlier on in the game I would have quite liked to build, but I'm I'm glad that now there is that option, and I would like to see like what happens next with that. Yeah. So one thing I will say is, if there's any of those where you're like, I would like to build that. Use the magic pencil to get a blueprint. Unless you put a chest down next to it, they won't build it mm. for you. You can build that thing yourself later. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Which is nice. Although, speaking of blueprints, another problem I've had with that was the whole fact that you... There are some things you can just snatch blueprints out of out of the, the blueprint section on the plus menu. Yeah. But there are other things that you can't. Yes. <laughs> it's like, can I... But I, I built one before... Can I can I build one now, please? Yeah, please? some of those plot things. It seems so arbitrary to not let you just have the blueprint for that thing you made before, when you can go back to it and circle it with the magic pencil and have the blueprint. Exactly. Why not just give me the blueprint? Sorry. Yeah. Hmm. So let me have the blueprint. It does. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying. I'm really enjoying this combat-heavy third mm. island and its setup. Yes, especially once you've had a chance to sort of build some defences, some automatic defences. Yeah. So that you're doing less of the actual hitting yourself, but still getting the XP. Yeah, it feels really satisfying to have, like, a wave of enemies is, is approaching. Oh no, they died and you never saw any of them. Here's some XP. Like, it's like, oh, I made a good base. Yeah. I feel satisfied. I mean, even when you're going out to do sort of like a little coup de grace here and there, but... Like it's it's nice that you can level up really quickly because yeah. obviously you you're unlocking um, extra blocks and stuff from from those levels up. Yeah. You're up, um, able to upgrade your armor, which means when you go wandering out, it's much easier to sort of mm. cope with those things. 
Because, like, the first couple of times they're like, go outside. And you're like, I'm getting swamped by things that are actually quite hard now. I'm not being backed up by yeah. that many people. Yeah, agreed. Hmm. So, yeah. I'm I'm also enjoying the mystery element of the plot on this this island. Yes. I I still don't know who the mystery evil person is, if there even is one. Well, that's the other thing. Is there even one? Or is they just really paranoid? I I the more we go through that, the more I'm like, are they just paranoid? Has someone said something and got them all paranoid? Maybe. Maybe uh, that's it. I'm I'm doing a bit curious. Yeah. Um. I'm curious to see uh what happened next. I'm I'm glad that you're still digging this one. Yeah, I'm also quite liking we did more of the Explorers Island. Yeah. And that meant another two resources. We we played we actually had some fun with co-op this week. Yeah, there was that aspect as well. Yeah. We we uh, got to play both of the things together. Yeah, so co-op works to scavenger hunt in that you can basically go help each other find the various materials. Yeah. Um and like that's that's quite an enjoyable use of it. Mm. And we've worked out a little courtesy system for leaving like yeah. stuff by your portal so that yeah. you actually get something decent and can survive. Yeah, exactly. Like we currently have a chest like next time you come to my island there will be a chest with some decent uh, materials that I've left waiting for you. Yeah. I I I went back to the island I upgraded it with new stuff so next time you visit you can have like a fire sword if you want. Oh, heck. Yeah. Oh heck! Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been I've been putting good materials aside just for my next scavenger hunt with Jane. Oh, <laughs> oh well, I had fun doing co-op day. Yeah. Oh, also magic stuff. I mean, I'm keen to see more magic. Yeah. Um, like getting that back to my own island and stuff. Yes, I'm curious what that's going to open up, because it seems interesting to to offer a table for currently like three things you can craft with it, and I'm like. That's gonna have a bunch of post-game stuff to craft, I think. I, yeah, I mean, I guess like looking at the the icons we've got, there is a section already for machines. Yeah, most of which is locked, and I know that the like the ballista comes under machines. So I guess the final section is magic. Yeah, like I'm hoping for like unlimited one of the magic resources, maybe for yeah. one of those late scavenger hunts, like um. Mm. It might be unlimited marble. It might be unlimited marble, but I'd prefer it if it was like unlimited magic crystals maybe, and maybe maybe unlimited marble and unlimited magic crystal. Yeah, as the two things that might not be a bad idea. Nope. No, um, I'm keen to do a bit more sort of like I'd like to go back and fight some of the bigger bosses from the first island yeah. as well. I I went back and did a bit of that, didn't oh, yeah. I? I went back and fought the big worm thing. Yes, and made short work of it. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a, a few things that I, I might just look up a guide for. Hey, where do I find these things? Because yeah. I'm not sure I've got it in me to go seriously wandering looking for them. But yeah. I do want to go and sort of sort them out and fight them. Because sometimes there's interesting armor they've got. Yeah. I definitely think it'd be worth us like, may at some point when we have like an evening off together, like just going like, right, let's look up the guide and let's both go hunt these things. Let's go do some bosses together. Yeah. Yeah. We are having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, um, I'm I'm very much enjoying this game, and uh, yeah, my my minor quest builders three. Yeah, my my minor complaints are not enough to stop me being really fucking into this game. Mm -hmm. What else did we play this week? 
we had a chance to play that card game that turned up a little while ago. Oh, Flux? Yes, I pirate. got Pirate Flux. Ooh, arr. Yar. Yar. I actually got a pirate voice at the moment. Yar. Got a Dorset farmer. No, it did go a bit that so that way. It did go a bit that way, me darling. It did go a bit that way, me darling. Uh, yeah. I, um... How? I can't even remember how I found it. Yeah, I was just I, I we were on the way back from Becky's, and mm. I was just like looking at board games or something, just like something to pass the time on the train or something. Yeah, something like that. And then like I was just like, oh, um, Flux sounds interesting. Yeah. Let me give that a try. Should, should we describe Flux for anyone who who doesn't know it? So it is a card game. Mm. You start off with a basic rules card, which is you pick one up and you put one down. Yeah. Um, that's it. You get dealt three cards, and the first person to go is the first person to reach for a card to do their pickup. <laughs> like whoever just tries to go first is going first. Yeah, it's the the whole idea of the game is that like the cards that can be in your hand are either items that will help you satisfy win conditions mm-hmm. or new rules for the game. So that might be um. A, a, a new win condition, mm-hmm. a new number of cards that you draw per turn, a new number of cards that you play per turn, mm-hmm. um, a new number of uh, cards you can have in your hand as a max card limit. Uh, and then there's some action cards as well that'll make specific things happen. Yeah. Like, like s- swap hands with the other player. Swap hands, swap an item yeah. with another player, or even just stopping them playing a card. You might have a rule that something like you have to play every card in your hand this turn. You might have a hand limit of one. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that just... The rules can get quite complicated because it's all just shit laid out on the table. You're like, ah, oh, what? okay, what do I do? Uh, right, I've got to pick up how many cards? Well, it helps that some of them are th- like anything about the number of cards you pick up automatically replaces whatever previous yeah. was. Um, hand sizes as well, how many you play. Um, so yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of options in there, and and then there's like other actions that will reset. And the game lasts anywhere from five minutes to. It, I've heard it can last for hours. Yeah, it it purely depends on does someone luck out and get the right combination of things at the right time. Yeah, there. I mean, there is a degree of luck to it, but there is also like yeah. There, there, there is certainly some skill. There is some tweaking yeah. it. It's the, not too much loss. Yeah, like the, the 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 strategy that I was going with was try and keep in my hand as long as there's not too low of a hand limit to do it. Mm. A win condition. And both the parts you need for that win condition have them all in your hand. And then you play the part of the win condition, mm. the part of the win condition, and you play the rule as the final thing, mm. so that they can't stop and preempt you, and replace it with a different rule. That well, that was unless my... they have an action that will block you from yeah, doing that. Goal. There are the equivalent of like the nay cards in. Uh, yes. Yeah, you're like, nope, can't do that. No. But like that that was the theory I was working on. Like there is strategy to it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot you can do with it. Yeah. Um, but the game can theoretically go on a long time if just no one's getting the right combination. Yeah. And the fact that as soon as the, the deck runs out, you just shuffle the discard pile yeah. and start again. I, I'd be curious to see how it plays with more people. Mm. Um, I, I was enjoying the talk like a pirate for, for a hand draw bonus. I, I, I was for about the first, like, five, ten minutes. Mm. And then I was like, actually... I'm struggling to speak. If it was a larger group playing, you'd have longer to recover your voice in between yes. pirates. 
uh, I suspect. I, I liked our compromise, which is, well, there's nothing to say there's not a pirate that sounds like the sherry ladies. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh, shiver me timbers. I'm, I'm the captain of this ship. Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of port. <laughs> exactly. That was our compromise. We were still yes. doing pirate voices of a sort. Yes, although at that point I'd already messed my throat up so badly yeah. from doing pirate for so long. But it's it's a really That's... simple, nice yeah. little game. I th- you, can, you can teach anyone that game. It's... It feels like it's in the camp of like an unstable unicorns where it's like, this is pretty simple on rules, just go. Yeah, and everything else is just written on the cards. Yeah, so. the cards say what they do. Exactly. Usually it's it's like, hey, what things are listed on the win condition? Do you have those? Yeah. Exactly. All those things. Yeah. What else have we played this week? Uh, I know I played something. You did? I played more uh, Pokemon Go. You did? We did a, we did a walk. Uh, cause a walk? At the weekend, at some point, there was a there was a Team Rocket event where all like every Pokestop was a Team Rocket Pokestop where you could catch Shadow Pokemon, mm-hmm. which have slightly different stats and they have slightly different moves, but they take a lot more Stardust to to strengthen up. So I went and caught like thirty thirty something Shadow Pokemon, mm. and you did some nice boy in the park. I did. I have a nice time to to sit and do or stand and do a bit of a poi, Indeed. which is my first. Yeah, I think I've maybe had two good spins this year. Yeah. It's not been time. Hopefully you'll get a chance to do some good spins in a couple of weeks. Soon, We've yes. got a good weekend for spinning coming we up. We do. Um, I'm going to take all of my boy with me and invite everyone to heck come have a spin. I I will watch from the side and maybe try to gently do like, what's a beginner move I can try? Um, yeah, this this Pokemon, the uh, the, the Team Rocket event, Definitely a lot less communal than say like the the raiding the raiding days because in the 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 raid lunch hours everyone needs each other to complete the raids. You usually get like let's all meet up as a group and then do a big circuit as a group and then finish up when the hour finishes. Yeah. This because you can do them solo. This was a lot more people just going. I will start at my home and do whatever the most dense route is from where I start. Mm. So we saw I saw a lot of other Pokemon Go people I know. Pokemon but we were going yeah. in s- different directions for whatever our whatever our routes dictated. Indeed, yeah. Um, although, yeah, we certainly saw a few people glued to their screens yeah. and flicking. So, I here's the thing: you totally could organize a social group to do that, but like, it just feels less necessary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I can understand why, as you say, but I think maybe it's something that you could organise as a community to yeah. be like, hey, we're going to do a thing, let's go. It's, yeah, it, I, I've just found it interesting that they introduced a new, like, hey, hey, it's a condensed time, everyone go do it, but didn't think to incentivise mm. group collaboration, yeah. which is what most of their, like, here's an hour, go do a thing, is usually focused around. Yeah, although for people like me, it's quite nice to be able to go and do uh, yeah something solo where you don't have to do a socialised event. Oh no, I, I enjoy being able to go solo. Like, I, I'm glad that's a thing, mm. but it it just surprised me. Yeah. Uh, have you played anything else this week? I played some more drop mix. <gasps> oh yeah. Yeah, I, you, had, I had fun. You made some real nice uh, mixes. I, well, actually, this was my first time I got to play some solo, so... yeah. Yeah, I, I I did some mixes. Do you want to put one in? Uh, we'll put one in. Okay, I'll find you one. Here!
have some music what you did. I have some music what I did. In in Drop Mix. Yeah, I've been thinking more about Drop Mix. Yeah. Like the obviously there's quite a lot of expansion y bits to it yeah. now. But the thing that sort of concerns me is what happens in like a couple of years if yeah. this stops being so popular. Yeah. Like, do the servers just go down and your whole thing doesn't work? Considering how expensive the cards are. Yeah. That feels like a huge risk. Yeah, that feels like a very... Because here's the thing, is like, how long has Dropmix licensed those tracks for use yeah. for? Um, it, hmm, it feels like a real possibility, and I don't know how to feel about it still. It's, it's the thing that has put me off buying more cards, because I'm like obviously aware that there's you've got the first set of 80 and a few... Mix and Max packs yeah. from um, the first series. Yeah. But they're doubles. I, yeah, I... The, the the set I got for 30 quid has some, like, just random stuff in there. Yeah, it's... it's. I've noticed reading the bottom of the cards, because obviously you also get the little thing going, we're downloading more content for your yeah. game. When you put a card on that you've never used before and isn't in the, like, starter pack. Yeah. So it's like, hmm, okay, so, like, that's new. And then I've obviously noticed on the bottom, like, they've got the, like, serial numbers on them, like, yeah. Series 2, whatever. And just, like, that got me to sort of thinking about how much those are, which ones you've got. Like, yeah. can I look online and find them? They, they go from, like, 18 quid up to about £53 yeah. plus shipping. Yeah. For for some of the sets. And it's like, ooh, it seems a lot. No, that's the thing. It's like, I, I'm happy with what we've got at the second. Mm. And I'm like, I'm I'm hesitant to invest more. Because like 30 mm. quid, I'm like, we're totally, we're totally going to get 30 quid's worth out of this. Yeah. But like, will we, mm, do I trust it enough to invest more into it? Exactly. Because you know what puts me off of it? It's stuff like Guitar Hero Live. Where, like, that game was like, oh, yeah, we, you know, we have, like, 18 songs on, on this. It's quite a small set list. But, like, I, we've got this, like, live streaming thing and you can do it all on there. And, you know, that, that adds a bunch of tracks. It's like, yeah, but two years in, they killed off those servers and 90% of that game's soundtrack just went away. Ouch. Yeah. Like, Guitar Hero Live is a shell of the game it once was. Like, my favourite track on there was Na Na Na. Can't play that anymore because it... The, the servers it was on don't aren't there um, now. Yeah, I remember getting very heavily into... Because I, I played most of my guitar here on the PS2. Yeah. And then my housemate got a Wii and I was like, well, I guess a better upgrade then. Yeah. And noticing that there was like all the extra tracks you could buy and just like, don't do it. Don't do it. Because yeah. they're going to go, uh, or you're well, going to upgrade, or your Wii's going to conk out, and then you're just not going to be able to download them ever again. Yeah, like, as long as your Wii doesn't die, the ones that you buy should stay there, you know, yeah. as long as your save file exists. But, like, yeah, yeah. They weren't super cheap, either. No, exactly. Like, I have a couple of, like, DLC Guitar Hero tracks on the Wii, mainly because, like... At some point, you could get again. I think it was like there was it, a whole MCR set. Yeah, it was an MCR rock, set. The, uh, I think it was Guitar Hero, but whichever one it was, you got it free with like Peps, like some <laughs> bottles of Pepsi. You could get an MCR pack, and I was like, "Yes, please." <laughs> so I had those tracks that I'm like, I don't want to lose them. Yeah, let me keep my MCR. Right. Yeah. So I need to find a good like Guitar Hero 
thing that I can sync, like, basically I want to sync up my existing Wii Guitar Hero controllers to a PC and play, like, knockoff Guitar Hero. There is that one that people play, because yeah. there's um, loads of videos on YouTube of people doing, like, all yeah. these custom tracks, and they're, they're mostly on a PC version, but I've yeah. seen people playing with with those controllers, but I don't know if they're like the Wii one specifically. Yeah, but even if not, I need to just get a controller so I can be like, put every song in existence into a Guitar Hero for me. My third party one should probably... There must be like um, PC drivers for it somewhere. Yeah. I reckon that would be possible. I'm sure. I'm sure that it would, yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, oh, oh, actually, we should play some more guitar. We've not had much time for guitar no. this year. We we were playing through Lego Rock Band, and we should get back to that. Should we, we, get, we should we're get drumming back to that. heavily. I enjoyed yeah. this. Yeah, it was, I was very much enjoying it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you played anything else? No. Uh, the only other thing I've played is I've started playing some Wolfenstein Youngblood. Um, I'm very early in that, but. It's a game where you can go and murder a bunch of Nazis as two young women in Paris uh, trying to trying to go save their dad. Um, it it runs pretty well on Switch. Like it runs pretty on par with Doom 2016's Switch port. It it runs impressively well on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, I very much enjoyed the the presentation of the scene where these two people who've never killed a Nazi go and kill their first Nazi. It was like. Interesting nuance of emotions portrayed. And people should go and read your article about that because yeah. it's very good. Oh heck, go read that thing. Um and yeah. I'm enjoying it so far. It's it's nice to have a first person shooter like this come to the Switch on the same day as every other platform. That's really nice. And mm. I've been having fun shooting Nazis. Well, who wouldn't? Yeah. I think that's everything I've watched. I think so too. Well then, time for this. Do you find the experience of staying in a hotel a socially anxious nightmare? (laughs) There's people that do room coming in and and there's all the check-in and stuff. Well, be anxious no more with Anxiety Reduction Hotels. Please tell me more about these things. You won't have to speak to anyone on reception. We have automated check-in. You can even check in on your phone before you get there and just walk straight in. (sighs) You don't need to leave a credit card on the door. There's no incidentals to accidentally pay for in your room. You can touch anything in the room, you can use anything in the room, and not be afraid you're going to accidentally cost yourself money. (sighs) There's a switch in the room, which you can highlight to request someone to come in and clean your room, but if you don't activate it, no one's going to come in your room. No one. No one. No one, for any reason, at any time. They're just gonna leave you alone unless you press the button. Um, will I be able to like hear other rooms or people in the corridor, things like that? The rooms are entirely soundproof, so you don't have to think about the fact there are other humans or worry about your noises disturbing anyone else. Oh, and and is there like um like a McDonald's push screen on the phone and get breakfast delivered thing? There's self-service breakfast, or you can have breakfast left outside your door. We'll ring a bell and then run away fast so you can just pick it up. Oh, that sounds very relaxing. How much am I going to check in? The price is low, because a high price would be anxiety-inducing. <sighs> check in whenever. You've got plenty of room, because not being able to get a room would be quite anxiety-inducing. <sighs> That's Anxiety Reduction Hotels. Oh, great, it's here, my, my new book. 
Oh, oh, you, you're going to get around to reading that one then soon? Um, I mean, obviously, I've got the pile, you know. The yeah. Pile. Um, I'm I'm going to pop it there for the moment, but I had to get this one because I didn't know if they were going to sell out. Oh, I yeah, needed yeah. to get it. You know, I I you know I I know there's a f- just a few books that need reading, but um, you know, I had to get this now. But uh, don't worry, I'll just pop it on the pile. Yeah. We are book collective. We are the unread. We are the unread. Why did you buy us if you're never going to get round to reading us? Our purpose is to be read. You are robbing us of our reason to exist. Our reason to exist. We exist without purpose because of your humorous. Read us, or pass us on so another might do so. An unread book is an unloved book. An unloved book will seek revenge. We are the collective. Yeah, you're right. I think that collection has got a bit out of hand. So. <gasps> what have you watched? What have I watched? I have mainly been watching one thing this week because I've mm-hmm. not had much time to watch new things. I started watching a Netflix show uh, called Twelve Forever, which is a Netflix original animated series. Mm-hmm. Um, the basic premise is the 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 main character is a girl who's just turned twelve, and she's basically like, "No, I don't want to fucking grow up." It's a little bit Peter Panish of sort of like, "No, I'm never gonna grow up." Um. And her and her friend uh, go off and have magical animated adventures in some world that maybe it exists, maybe it's their imagination. It definitely seems like this show could eventually, as its end point, just pull the, this was just their imagination as they dealt with the feelings of growing up. Um, the the villains of the week so far have been things like um, having to throw out all your toys because it's your birthday and your mum's like, no, no, you shouldn't. No, I'm not getting any more toys. Have, have some 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 less childish clothes and and a and a bra that that you you don't want instead of that this action figure you want, and you're gonna have to garage sale all your toys. So she goes off and basically buries all her like toys that she wants to keep on a desert island, and then they all come to life and misadventures happen. I think one of them is her mum tries to give her a bunch of books about uh, about puberty. And she throws them into a volcano and they become a literal manifestation of, like, ah, the monster that is growing up. Um, that she ends up just calling the butt witch and having to have fights with the butt witch. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of great, but, like, if, it's basically just, like, I empathise with this main character. Because, basically, her mum's trying to go, like, hey, you're, you are, you are ageing and, as such... You have to stop liking all the things you like, and you have to, you know, be more sensible and and mature. And she's there, like, this kid's there, like, no, fuck no, I want to, I like these things. Why should I have to give them up? Why should this be part and parcel of aging? Why do I have to become miserable to be? Yeah, old? it's it's basically like episode one is her mum going, you have to be miserable, miserable because you're growing up, 
And she looks at her mum, who's like, get rid of all the shit you like, and her older brother, who is a moody teenager, and goes, fuck no, I don't want this. That's fair. Yeah. And it's her many adventures going, can, can I just put this off? Can I just not deal with this? Yeah, I mean, that's totally fair. I don't know where it's going. Um, the the puberty book created monster, the butt witch, seems to maybe be the ongoing villain we're going to see for a while. I, again, I keep watching it going like, how much of this is meant to be actually magic and how much of this is her imagining things? Uh, I don't know if it really matters where that line is drawn, but... um, That's part of the beauty of youth. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an enjoyable show, um, 10 minute episodes. You can see the art style there, it's, it's got a little bit of a Steven Universe look to it. It does, I like the idea of the seven deadly synths. Yeah, they've, they've got some good puns like that. Yay! Um, so like, the when they're not in the magical world, it it looks kind of Steven Universe ish. Um, oh. it's a little more adventure timey when they're in the magical. Oh, everything's a bit silly. Look at these wonderful creatures around. Sort of world. Oh. It, there was definitely some adventure time in Steven Universe vibes. I I don't know whether it's going to have that that sort of ongoing depth, but oh. it's not a bad thing that I've watched a few episodes it of. Again? Uh, it is called Twelve Forever. Okay. Uh, what about you? What have you been watching? Uh, I watched uh, a couple of little short video documentaries. Uh, the first one was called Shooting the Everlasting Storm. That's amazing. On the uh, Great Big Story channel on YouTube. What, what's, what's that about? Uh, it's about the same thing that the other video I, I was going to mention about the same subject was the uh, Catatumbo Lightning. Do you know about this? I don't think I do. So there is this like bay or cove... That just pretty much every single night of the year, forever, just has a lightning storm. Huh. It has more lightning strikes like per square mile than like most of the rest of the Earth over a considerable period of time. Yeah. Uh, it's um it's amazing and beautiful and yeah, it's just cool storms. Um so the first one is just sort of more about like it, it is a bit about photographing it and sort of what it takes to to be out there. The other one is called um, Catatumbo Lightning, The Neverending Storm, a short film by Jonas Piontek. Uh, and yeah. that's, that one's about 20 minutes. And it, it's more about sort of being the kind of person that goes out and shoots storms yeah. when the storm is fucking dangerous and constant. Sort of rage yeah. the skies forever. That, that sounds fascinating. It is. Um, I've I've seen some of the pho- photography from it before, and it's absolutely beautiful. And someone was like, yeah. well, "It might be Becky." We were talking about storms, and I was just like, "You need to learn about this. I, it's amazing." We've we've all been talking about storms a bit this week because like I I it's did a bit stormy. I did my research on lightning occurring when it's not raining. Oh yeah, or at least not raining where you are. Yes, where like the the rain clouds make a thunderstorm, but the rain evaporates before it gets to you, so yeah. it appears to be thunder and lightning with no rain. And lightning can travel up to. Like twenty five miles. Also, when you watch slowed down footage, it 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 go up. Lightning, why lightning go up? Lightning go up. <laughs> yeah, lightning's fascinating. It is absolutely fascinating. <laughs> These sheer forces of nature. That if things get much hotter, we're just gonna see a bit more of. Yay! Yeah. But not yeah. Um, and like looking at lightning from above the clouds, which is always fucking cool. Yeah. So, you got any others? Um. 
we watched a thing together this week. Mm. Uh, we've been watching a bunch of Penn and Teller's TV show. What's it called? It's Fool Us. Fool Us. Uh, the idea is, hey, at Penn and Teller, they are very, very renowned for magic. Let's get a bunch of sort of amateur pro magicians to do magic and see if Penn and Teller can, can tell how they did it. Yeah. Um, and if they if they get it right, they will get a, a spot on one of their um, Las Vegas shows. Yeah, and it's I don't much care for Penn and Teller as people. No, but like <laughs> I I very much enjoy watching I wa- enjoy watching like magic done as like your type five minute set of magic. Yeah, and my favorite thing about that show is watching Penn and Teller like smugly go, "Aha! I've worked out how your trick happens." And then the like, and saying a cryptic thing, and the person going, "No." no. <laughs> like, there was a great example where a pen was like uh, a, a pen and a pen or teller. One of them was pen like, is the talky one. Uh, okay, pen pen was like, "Okay, I've worked out your trick. You wouldn't mind me taking your tablecloth, would you?" And uh, like, sort of is insinuating, "Okay, there's something on the, uh, you're hiding something under that tablecloth." And he's like, "No, no it's it's okay." And he's like. Ben's really confused. He's like, so I can take the tablecloth then. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he yeah? Goes, yeah, sure. He does, and there's nothing under there. He's like, ah, ah. Then you fold us. Yeah, that's. I I like the confidence in these magicians where they're like, you sound like you've rumbled me, but I don't think you have. Yeah, or when they go, no, I know exactly what you're talking about with your code, but it's not that. Yeah, ah. yeah. <laughs> it's I I like watching the ones who can fool Penn and Teller, and I'm like, yeah, go you. The, the the there's less of them, but I I saw one earlier where it was like they they were like it's this thing, and he's like mm, that is involved, but that's not the big thing. So yeah. they had to take it to like their adjudicator. Did, did you even know they had an adjudicator? No, but I'm glad that they do. So there's somebody backstage who knows how the trick is done. Yeah. They've been shown how the trick is done. Yeah, so that they can go. I understand what they're talking about. Do I feel what that what they're saying is fair? Yeah. And it was like mm, that's involved, and it, and basically the adjudicator was like, yes, the thing you're talking about did happen, but that only came way at the end of the trick. You did not understand most of it. Yeah. And they were like, okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> uh, there was one in particular. I don't know if you have the the uh, episode title on hand, but there was the three-card Monty done with invisible cards. That was amazing. Yeah, there's... So, basically, three-card Monty, it's kind of a scam used often where it's like, hey, just follow this card and, you know, there's a lot of sleight of hand involved. But this person was doing it, like, palming cards in and out of existence. Yes. Really impressively. So, like, initially it was... um, He did three-card Monty normally. Yeah. And then he um, just went, I'm going to do Invisible Three Card Monty. And was just like... Shuffling around shuffling them, Getting Alice and Hannigan to shuffle them around. Shuffle yeah. around no cards. Yeah. And then just like producing the card out of thin air. Yeah. Seemingly. He, yeah. And there was that person that was doing like the pen that became the pencil that was involving like sleight of mouth. Yes. Like, I've, I've watched that one back and I'm like, I can... From context clues from Penn, I can guess what you were doing, but, like, I can't tell how I would see you doing that. <laughs> like, I'm watching for it, and I can't see you put that thing in your mouth. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it was uh, Penn and Teller, Eric Tate, Where's the Queen? Yeah, that's a real good one. That was absolutely stunning. Yeah, I I love watching magic. I, I Yeah. Yeah. 
I like I like witching that sort of magic. There's there's lots of magic that's been done too much. Yeah. Like I've only got a limited patient for card tricks and coin no. tricks. I I like people who have like here is the performance around it. Like the character. Well, here's the thing. Okay. I I like creative acts and I like people who have like the performance around it. Like I mm. like the dude whose entire thing was the tennis magic set where yeah. he was playing up being a fake sort of posh toff um, yes. to do his sort of like put the ring inside the yes. tennis ball yeah there, there's a lot to that trick that was um, it was alright that one I, I, I was impressed by some steps of that one yeah I like the ones that um, are quite amusing I, yeah. do like a, I do like a comedy magician indeed I, I liked that mentalist who managed to do the thing where he got pen to pick the 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 subject like who who the 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 membership card one oh that one yeah yeah that was really like that was very weird yeah so like I like mental mentalism so often relies on the person doing the thing making a judgment call on who to who to involve because they're like I need someone who fits the pre prepared mold someone who fits it and somebody who is quite malleable yes allowing someone completely independent to pick who your subject's going to be. Like I don't. Th- that makes me all the more impressed by your trick. Mm. Um, that 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 was another one I really liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been there's been there's been a few good ones on there. And like as I say, like it's I don't much care for Penn and Teller themselves, but I do like like uh, most of these people are, are sort of pretty top class magicians. Yeah. They're not involving animals for the yeah. most part. Um, and and sort of like not too many card tricks. Or the card tricks they're doing are interesting and not sort of yeah. just like. The stuff that you've seen forever. And here's your, is this your card? It, do it, but in an interesting way. Yeah. Do it like the three card Monty person. Yeah, that's that how you do. A, that's how you do a cool card trick. Is this your card from nowhere? Oh, the one that got me is when he bent. He was like, "Okay, this is the card you got to find," and he deliberately bends the end and talks about like, "Hey, I've bent the end of this one." Leaves it on the table, shuffles it around, and somehow it's a different card. Yeah, I'm like, how? When? <laughs> when did you swap that out for a different bank card? How? 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 And how? How? And how? With rolled up sleeves. Yeah, with rolled up sleeves. And it, he had really good patter as well. Yeah. Um, I was watching another one on there. I can't remember which who it was. Um, I think this morning, and they were talking about being a, a comedy magician and how yeah. that very often doesn't work for a lot of people hmm. because comedy is about telling a shared truth. Yes, and, and, and magic. Magic is... is basically about lying to people. Yeah. Yes, I remember that person talking. I don't remember what their trick was. I can't was. remember what their trick was either, but like, I quite liked that sort of whole thing. Oh, was that the person who lit the dynamite? And Might have been. Yeah, who did the thing about, like, aha, yeah. If, if it if... had blown up, I could have truly said I fooled you. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's it for me as well, then. So, <gasps> time for this. Sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? This week's sponsor is Shady Frames. Oh, is this that online uh, sh- shopping one for sunglasses I keep hearing on those other podcasts? No, no, nope. I mean, do you do you like do you like the kind of frames you've heard about on on other podcasts? Yeah, yeah, I like do the you, sound of cool yeah, new you, you like sunglasses. Cool sunglasses, well made in a variety of different styles. Yeah, yeah, available in a good price. Yeah. Uh, straight, uh, well, no, not not quite to your door, but sort of just down the road. 
Uh, whereabouts down the road? Just behind Asda. What, that that really kind of sketchy alley behind Asda? Yeah, the sketchy, the really sketchy alley behind Asda. Asda. The, the one where there's frequently broken glass on the floor. And needles. Yeah. Yeah, and a vague smell of, like... I used to think it was diesel, but someone told me it was crack. Oh. So where... Wh- how do I know when I found shady frames back there? Well, there's a guy with, like, a big hat and a trench coat. Oh, the... Wearing sunglasses, the... you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, he's always sort of just, like, hunched over there, just behind the bins there, you know the one? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the shady guy. <laughs> the shady guy is, in fact, uh, Selling Shady Friends. Well, oh. that is Shady Friends. That is the, that is, you know, the, the mid-mall uh, oh. con- concession there of, of Shady Frames. Oh, goodness. So if you want to get some nice frames at a discount the, price... Definitely not stolen. Definitely not stolen, and, and almost certainly have the... the, the Real brand name on the side of yeah. them, and not a you know cheap knockoff or anything like that. I I I can't wait to get my um my Raybuns in indeed, and my my Okies, and you know even get a nice set of uh, Peacey Parkers. Oh, Peacey Parkers! Ah, oh, those will go so nicely. Ah, oh, I'm so excited. I I can't wait to go down to that shady alley and have a totally legitimate business transaction. So head on down. That's. The shady guy behind Asda in the alleyway with the needles and the crack smell. Just uh, probably a short walk away. Maybe a, maybe a drive, but, you know, park somewhere far away from the alley. And, and you don't need a discount code, because, ah, oh, bargains like these. Bargains, such bargains. I'm sure this is all legit. Definitely. That's shady guy behind Asda. We really are struggling for uh, good sponsors these days. I think we're gonna have to. Uh... Oh, don't 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 say that. Shady frames all here. No, no, I'll cut oh. this bit out. Inside the boardroom of Electronic Actor Softworks. Hi, hi, hi. How's uh, how's business been? Business, it's uh, it's good. You know, we uh, recently got rid of another one of the teams. They just finished. A lot of hard work on the game, obviously. Uh, uh, no no further incentives at this point to keep them here, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hope that you've heard them, like, a day before release so that we didn't have to include them in the credits because, you know, they didn't stay till the end of the project. Exactly. And, and, you know, not only that, but none of them will be getting, like, dividends from the game oh, itself. Oh, no, no, no. So... I got a new idea of how we can get more money out of the uh, the cash cows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. Con- consumers. And oh, yeah, we're supposed to call them. Yeah. So, so. Yeah, yeah. You know how, um, you know, some of the things that hold us back from just making every game a microtransaction-laden mess is, yeah. you know, uh, reviewers will talk about it. They'll yeah. say what uh, what we're doing is bad for the game. Yeah. You know, people will buy the game and complain about us sucking money out of them here yeah. at left, yeah. right, and center. Yeah. So here's my theory. Yeah. We put out a game mm-hmm. on day one. It's a uh, it's a video game. It, it, it's got yeah. the video game in there. It's you know yeah. it doesn't yeah. force yeah. anyone to spend yeah. their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the reviewers, you know, they'll like that. It's it's a video game. No, yeah, we'll none of those transactions. Yeah. 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 All the people that buy it, they yeah. they love it, they enjoy they it. They their money. Yeah, yeah. And we wait 28 days, or, you know, however long the returns period at most yeah. of these uh, big box stores is. Yeah. So, so that, you know, they've played enough that they can't return it on the digital stores. Yeah, yeah. And then we update it to have really crippling microtransactions. Like, update it with a, I, I don't know, 
season pass that you can't play the content you already own if you don't buy it, microtransactions that lock off the content you already unlocked, you know, and at this point, what are they going to do? So what you're saying is that uh, we we uh, we entice them in. We uh, you know uh, we I guess we bait them with with uh, like an idea or the idea of a game. Yeah, yeah. And, and then and then we we switch that out. Yeah, and and we give them just you know just a horrible buggy mess uh, that we gate behind all kinds of microtransactions, yeah. possibly even a real world casino. Exactly, like that. but like they can pay to get it back to how it was. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. at this point, they can't return the game, so they might as well. Exactly. You know, they're gonna have to you know keep paying. Do you think um, do you think that'll be enough? Or you know you know. You know how we like to keep a little bit on side. I like to, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, how about we trickle that out over the following twenty-eight days? Oh, and then like we got to go all the good faith. You know, we'll we'll have a few um, employees, <laughs> you yeah, know, em- yeah, em- yeah, employees yeah. wink. Uh, we'll we'll have a few you know, like on Twitter, you know, saying things like. Oh, these are essential to make sure that we can pay the bills and make sure everyone's, you know... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and we'll... Then we'll have, like, a whole group of people who will start to form behind that, you know, the tribalism aspect. Yeah, yeah. We'll get that in. And then they'll all be supporting us, too, and telling off anyone who says that it's a bad thing. I think this is a good plan. Yeah, you are a fucking genius. I know. So... What's it's gone into your ears? Uh, there's only one new thing that's gone into my ears this week. Um, let me pull it up quickly. I listened to a lengthy mix on YouTube. Uh, the the video is called Four Hours of Lo-Fi Indie Rock Psychedelic Electronic Dream Pop Long Music Playlist mm. by Mika Buzan. M-I-C-A-H-B-U-Z-A-N. Um... So this is put together of like four or five albums that this person did over a few years Mm -hmm. that they've sort of done a little bit of mixing to make it just one continuous playlist. Mm -hmm. And it's just a good four hours or so of... The best way I can describe it is like hippies, slightly psytrancey, like the kind of music that when you picture like hippies in a field in the 80s, like a a bit of that. With some rock guitar thrown in, nice. and I'm like, "This is this is exactly what I want." Some 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 chill rock with some psychedelic stuff going on mm. in the background. The the kind of thing that you would imagine, like, you would imagine some like late '80s stoner kids, like you know, passing a bong back and forth in their bedroom, just like listening to this kind of like, "Yeah, man." There's like, there's a bit of a that vibe to it. <laughs> Like, there's there's a little bit of, like, I could imagine this being in the back of, like, a scene of a Bill and Ted film. <laughs> like, that's kind of the vibe, but I'm, I kind of dig it. <laughs> I uh, So the, the albums that are in this mix are called uh, Eccentric Insect, Metamorphosis, Word Salad, The Tyranny of Thoughts, and Thought Salad B-Sides. And... I've been enjoying listening to that in the background mm. the last few days of working. So just if you just want some nice background chill, like slightly psychedelic rock music, it's a, it's a pretty good mix. I shall have to do a listen to that. Yeah. What about you? I listen to all of Polyarmory. Oh heck! How how how'd you get on with that? I listened to it at triple speed and managed to get through it in about two days. Nice. That's impressive. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I've got some ideas for the next series. <gasps> next season of Pull the Armory! Yep, is probably coming in October, we think, possibly. In, in. So, Becky do baby. Becky do baby. And then, then we'll, we'll have a bit of a hiatus, I imagine. Indeed. Uh, and then we'll come back in October. Once there's been some calming on the baby front. Indeed, once once life has settled. Yeah. Once everyone is like, and time to settle in for the winter. And you're going to join us. That is the plan, yeah. Mm, I'm excited. Heck. I'm excited to see what character you come up with. Yeah, I need to I need to work out what I want to do with that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the, I'm, I'm going to have four people rather than just two this <gasps> time. <gasps> da, da, da. Yeah. Good luck <laughs> wrangling. <laughs> Enjoy being a DM who has to wrangle everyone. It's mm. always fun. I did. uh, We listened to something together. We listened to uh, the Undertale Underground EP by Tiny Phasers. Oh yeah, Yeah, that was quite nice. That was that was ambienty Undertale-y goodness. Yeah, it it was again some just nice background music to sort of have a chill to. It was about it's about sixteen minutes long and it's on the Tiny Tiny Phasers channel on YouTube. Uh, Was was did a good enjoy of that. Uh, you got any others? Or is, no, is that that's all the, you now. That's all. That's all I've done. I listened to two of Gab's albums. Oh, that G- Gavin Miracle of Sound. Yeah, I did. That 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 very Gavin. Oh. Um, I listened to level six and level seven, and I did the same thing. I think I did. Must have done last time. I listened to level six and level seven. I went. I don't own these two. I'm pretty sure I haven't listened to them. And then got halfway through the second one, going, No, I've definitely heard much of the tracks <laughs> on this. <laughs> So still, I think there's like two albums I haven't yet listened to, so I will get on with those. Mm-hmm. Good if you enjoy some sort of some sort of uh, metal-y, some metal-y metal, video game, bit of country, yeah, video gamey adjacenty things. Yeah, lots of different styles, and Gab's got a good voice. He do have a good voice. He do have that good voice. Uh, yeah. So then, <gasps> I'm for this. <gasps> Did you know that the meat industry has yeah. found a way to remove the souls of livestock animals? Oh yeah. Why are they why are they doing that? Well, it's so that they can like seem more like humane to the animals because obviously once they've got no souls they've got no feeling you know you know you're not hurting like a a, a spiritual creature you know with the energy that you're putting out in the world you're not damaging that poor soul right so they just remove them keep them somewhere safe just, and a, then, just a jar of upset animal souls. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, I hear they're kept, you know, sort of quite, uh, you know, they're quite peaceful once they're out of the body. Then, you know, no risk of pain or anything, aging, illness or anything like that. No risk so. of any humans, you know, hurting them. No, no, no. So what, no. Are they, what do they do with their souls? What they're taking from well, the animals? I, I heard they was just storing them, right? But... <laughs> what they did... They, um, <coughs> what they did, yeah, somebody... 
estão some of the songs. Oh yeah, yeah. They stole the songs, yeah. Who stole a bit for what? They stole the songs, right? Some, uh, you know, a shadowy cabal of carnivores, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Stole the souls, yeah, and they've been secretly injecting them into vegan sausage rolls. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, so they stole the soul for the sausage roll, right? They stole the soul for the sausage roll? Yeah, yeah. And now they're in the vegan sausage rolls just as a like a uh, fuck you to the non meat eaters. Oh, that's real shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's messed up, eh? If only being a breakfastarian wasn't bullshit. Um, yeah. Yeah, if anything, this is making me more hungry. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, did you hear we've got a new Prime Minister? Yeah, I'm really disappointed, actually. Yeah? Yeah, you know, I ordered a new one off of that, um, that site with all the, like, the discount stuff. Oh, the one where you get all the cheap stuff shipped from China. Yeah, and you have to wait, like, a month or three for it to be delivered. It's, it's like, you know, it's free with a quid delivery, so, like, you know, what have you got to lose if you, you know, you order it and it turns out a bit shit? Yeah, and, you know, very often it doesn't look quite like the pictures. Like, usually it's pretty close. Yeah, so what I'm saying is I'm might have ordered a new government off of Wish, but oh no, like, it's not the socialist utopia that I'd ordered. Yeah, I think they've sent me the wrong model. Yeah, you ordered the social. I've seen a lot of people complaining about this. They ordered the socialist utopia, and instead they got the twat that's spending a hundred million pound on a Brexit advertising campaign package. Yeah, um, I they keep mis misspelling that. Yeah, it's uh, was it a hundred million pounds and four thousand new nurses? That was was one of the things they mentioned. Yeah, but they keep misspelling propaganda as advertising. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I I wonder if that's a translation issue, perhaps. Maybe, yeah. maybe, and like the I certainly didn't order the one that looks like a scruffy Tory twat. Oh, I know, I know, like. And, and it's, the problem is, it's like, it's not worth trying to return it at this point. Right. I mean, it's been like 16 months since I ordered the damn thing, and it's just, you know, just going on and on and on. Yeah, like, we could ask for a replacement, but, like, by the time it gets here, like, it's it's gonna take a few years to get here, I think. Yeah, and I mean, the other thing is, I checked the seller, and they've just fucked off. Oh, no. Yeah, so I don't even know if I... I mean, I could suppose I could try through the app, but... Yeah. I... That is the last time I order a government off of Wish. Yeah. Hey. Ah. Do you know what it's time for? Question, question time is time it's not. It's not time for questions. No? No, I've, I've caught you this week. It's time for more... Sawbone or Vegans. Yay! Yeah, so for anyone who's new to this segment, uh, hey, I'm in various groups across the internet. One of them is a fan group for the podcast Sawbones, which is a medical history podcast, and their Facebook page often uh, debunks medical myths. And I'm also in some, some vegan Facebook groups that occasionally share dubious medical um, factoids. 
So, we're going to play another game of Sawbones or Vegans. Is this a group debunking bad science, or is this some vegans sharing some bad science? Are you ready? I'm braced. Are you braced? I am braced. Ready okay. for it. I'm holding my ankles and kissing my ass goodbye. Um, Tell me what to do. Okay, okay. Let's start with... Are you aware your gut contains a second brain that uses more than 30 neurotransmitters? Any emotion or stress response that originated in the brain sends signals to the gut, influencing our mood and well-being. Um, All diseases begin in the gut. Um, 80% of your immune system is found in your digestive system, making a healthy gut the root of optimum health. A healthy gut brain equals a healthy mind and body. So, did you know about your second brain in your gut? I knew there was grey matter throughout the rest of the body. I wouldn't call it a stomach brain. Your gut contains a second brain, Jane. Uh, my, my, my stomach brain, Jane. That would explain a lot. Yeah. I have been increasing the standards of my stomach brain, not overeating. Yeah, this, oh. this little beer belly I've got going on. Yeah. No, that, well, that Check out my that, IQ. Yeah, I am so smart. I have this little bit of a muffin top going on. <laughs> Oh, it's that's, more than a muffin top. That's, that's, that's my gut brain. I'm a big cushion of love. <laughs> and squish. So, do you believe that uh, sawbones or vegans were sharing facts about the gut brain? Uh, that feels very... Mm, I mean, it's less espousing anything vegan-y. And it feels more like a, a, a bit more medical. So I'm going with sawbones. It's in vegans. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's in vegans. Uh, also, just so you know, there's just like a glowing body oh, behind. Of course it's, there is. It's one of those images. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, the sort of transparent. Like, looks a bit like a sort of vaguely sci-fi x-ray. Okay. Here uh, are the organs that we're helping with this bullshit. Would you like some bullshit? Uh, right. Okay. Let's, let's, let's go... This this one's gonna hurt you. You're, you're gonna. You really you're gonna... <laughs> okay, so mm -hmm. this is this was not posted directly into the group. It's in. It was a screenshot that was shared in the group, and it's a uh, it's a baby grow, right? And on it, it has uh, allow me to read. Uh, mm, this one hurts me. I I'm struggling to read this one. Mm -hmm. I was born unvaccinated, and I don't use vaccines, but I identify as fully vaccinated, so your laws don't apply to me. <sighs> wow, that is some, that's that some, is some that's problematic some, shit that's right there. problematic bullshit, huh? Wow. Where do you think it was? Wow. Where do you think it was? Wow. <laughs> Wow. I know, right? Can you see why I had to I had to pump myself up for that one? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, um I wow. <laughs> I, I I got ya. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's sawbones, but fucking hell. It, I, I thank the Lord it is sawbones. It's, de it's definitely sawbones. Like like here's here's the thing. It's in sawbones. Sawbones is where I found it, but it was screenshotted from a vegan group. Oh god. Yeah, it's not the vegan group I'm in that I usually get my posts from, oh. but it was a vegan group that then made its way to Sawbones. Oh my god! Oh, no wonder people think we're... Oh. Yeah. 
No wonder yeah. people think vegans are ridiculous. Okay, okay. What? Are you ready for another one? <sighs> okay, okay. <this laughs> no, one's... my God, he's not ready. <laughs> uh, it's, it's happening anyway. So, um, imagine... I, I need to describe this post in all its glory. Mm. There is a Microsoft Paint picture of what I think is a duck, slightly right. unhappy looking straight at the uh, the screen. Oh. And in, in like, the most generic font possible... Um, my day as a vegan, according to non-vegans. Wake up, anemia blackout when trying to get out of bed. Hunt for protein. Cry at bacon photos. Lunch, patch of grass. Anemia nap. Throw fla- fla- fake blood on people eating at McDonald's. Get stranded on a desert island with only a pig. Cry over plant's feelings. Die from protein deficiency. Stress about how cows are overpopulating the planet. Collapse into bed from insufficient iron. <laughs> I think that's vegans. It, it is in vegans, but I just wanted to share that one. It's I, I, I don't know how to process that. Uh, it's either very self-righteous vegans, or they've been having a really bad day with carnage. Can, can I just show you? Is that a? Is that a? a I think, dumb believe that duck. is a. Poorly drawn cartoon duck. Yeah. So this came from best vegan memes. Apparently, that's the best ve- the memes the vegans got. The, the the vegans got meme. Okay. Okay. How about this? Watermelon hydrates, detoxifies, and cleanses your entire body on a cellular level. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, would you like some more information on this article with the, with this help? Okay, go on, go on. Then. Okay, so having read the article, which appeared on the website theinfo.com, ah. just haha, where did you find this info? Well, I found it where the info you is. You know where the info is. Yeah, the info. Um, it basically tries to claim that if you eat watermelon, like the watermelon particles will get into like your atoms and, like, scrub them clean because it's, like, a magic food. I see. Yeah. I see. It's, it's, yeah, molecular cleansing. Yeah, no, like, it, it, they, they reckon, like... Without oh, teleport it, technology. It's gonna, like, clean your electrons. Like, it's, oh. it's gonna clean your heart out. It's gonna clean oh. your brain. You know, it's gonna fucking clean everything. Oh, lovely. Lovely. So, well, sign me the fuck up. Sore bones all week. Sore bones. And vegans. Oh, for f- oh god! Uh, I'm so sorry, everybody. Uh, so, I've got, I've got, I've got at least one more. Okay. Uh, woman claims she's a breatharian. Oh and, fuck! Off. And no longer needs solid foods. That's why we've done this one. Uh, I d- it's come up again. If so, I swear we did this one like last time. Yeah, it's entirely possible. She says her energy comes from breathing and can go almost a hundred days without needing any food at all. She can fuck off because I bet she's really skinny, takes loads of pictures and just gives, like, gives people eating problems. Yes. Having seen the pictures, yes. Um, if anyone tells you they're a breathitarian, they are lying. Yep. You cannot survive on no food, and if you do, you are dying. So where is it being shared this time? This one's a trick question. It was in both. Oh, for fuck's sake. That's probably why we heard it last time. Yeah, it showed up in both. Um, And, uh, last one, last one. Okay. 
A person who eats a vegan diet saves 11,000 gallons of water, 45 pounds of grain, 30 foot squared of forest, 20 pounds of CO2, and one animal life every day. Only one. Just oh, one. I think that's each individual. What? Yeah, but what about all of the insects we kill and the animals that we kill by growing vegetables, which is apparently yeah, no. vastly more somehow. So, so here's the thing, like, I don't disagree that, like, you might be helping on some of those fronts, but their numbers are pulled out of fucking thin air. I did some basic research. Some of these numbers are way too high and some of these numbers are way too low. They're just... They're, they're just numbers that look impressive. Let's jam something in front of an image. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, there, there are plenty of positives of being vegan and and the impact that has on the environment and the the lessening of the meat industry as a whole. But there are still problems with it. There are, yeah. you know, especially with like certain types of grains and things. There are countries that can barely afford to feed themselves. Yeah. Because they're shipping out all of the food. Yeah. To, Middle class twits in England. Well, that's it. Like we're raising the prices so that people can't afford to eat. Quinoa was one. Like, yeah. Initially, like it used to be a staple. Used to be a staple. Now, now none of the locals can afford to eat it because. Yeah, it's, that's it's too exportable. Yeah, the there there is a human cost to t- attached to some vegan food growth stuff, yeah. and you know, a, a, a post like this. It may be accurate in its sentiment, but it definitely overlooks, like, okay, but there is a balancing act to be made, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's not all positives. Yeah, I'm sure some of that is just, like, the the thing of raising a cow. Yeah. If we're talking specifically about cows. Yeah. Because it feels like those kind of stats, because I've heard those stats yeah. before, so, usually in vegan groups. Yeah, so I think what they, like, if you start from the last thing, which is one animal's life, I think they're then... Um, extrapolating the facts from there. So, okay, so one animal's life is the, like, that's gonna be about 20 pounds of CO2, that's gonna be 30 foot of forested land, it's gonna be 45 pounds of grain, it's gonna be 11, uh, like, 11,000 gallons of water. Yeah. Like, I think that's where they're getting their math. I, I think it's, that is how much the animal consumed. Mm. But even then, those numbers aren't right. No, because they're spread over a number of people for a start. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm going vegan. It was in vegans. There we go. Sorry, everyone. It's been another episode of Sawbones All Vegans. Hashtag not all vegans. We're Hashtag not, not all like vegans, this. but like enough to do a segment every now and then. Yeah, pretty so. <laughs> 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 do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Social justice warriors. Social justice warriors. Mm. Warriors for social justice. Mm. Hello, Larry. Yeah, Barry. How you doing? Oh, not bad, mate. Not bad. Not bad. I've uh, yeah, I'm doing a bit more sleep though, right? Oh, I know, I know. I've got. I, I'm getting like four hours sleep tonight. It's not going to be a good one. Ah, no. Well, you know, we, we'll we'll not drag it out too long. We'll yeah, get off to bed soon. Be all right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you've been uh, you've been uh, up to much apart from the. Do not sleep. Oh, I've, I've had an all right week. I, I did have I did have one bit in my week that did uh, rub me up the wrong way though. Uh, so I had a I had a friend who needed to talk to me about something fairly benign. You know, it's just yeah. uh, we we need to you know work out a schedule for a thing that's coming up, and uh, yeah. they they messaged me about it, but they did so in in a way that I'm not a big fan of. Right. They right. sent me a message out of the blue. Right. That it was just we need to talk tonight. Oh. And uh, then they went offline. So by the time I saw it, no answer. No response, right. you know. 
and I'm just left there twisting in the wind like yeah. the fuck is this about like you yeah, know yeah. Uh, my, my brain catastrophizes it thinks same, of w- worst case scenario so I hear yeah. that and I'm like has someone died did I secretly uh, do something really offensive to someone or upset someone? Like what? You know, I, I come up with worst case scenarios that like don't even sound like me or my behaviour. Well, exactly. You know, because but, you know, my brain panics and thinks the worst thing. That that is how my brain works as well, mate. Yeah, you know, yeah. you just it's it's very difficult to, to you know to really cope with you know. And you don't, you don't know what to it's, expect. It's just a loaded phrase, isn't it? Exactly. You, you, it's it's loaded. You've got time, but you know, some people, and I don't know what these people's brains are like that they can they think they can just put that out there without a a good amount of follow-up because i think if i if i said that was like hey i need to talk to you i would you know pretty much be filling up filling up quickly with uh no worries it's about this well yeah that's it like it doesn't take much to fix that you just need to go oh i need to have a chat with you it's about blank. Yeah, like, like and and yeah. the the other uh, the other one that's sort of a spin on yours. Almost, it's 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 almost where I was going. Yeah, but it's still very much in the camp of of, of where you've been saying. You know, it's we need to talk about blank. Yeah, sometimes that's still no, still too little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we you need the the don't worry clarifier, or yeah, I yeah. just need some information. You need to know that it is a trivial yeah, thing. Like, because otherwise, if you leave that door even slightly ajar, my brain will keep yeah, it wide open. It, it, it doesn't hurt to go, hey, I need to chat to you tomorrow morning. It's about the schedule. I just need to... It, don't worry. I just need to make sure that we have our dates sorted out. Exactly. Like, you know, it's slightly more of a sentence, but it takes away a lot of the fear out of we need to talk silence. Because that's... You know, there are, there are a few worse few worse things than the eponymous we need to talk right yeah yeah it's it's very very nerve-wracking i'm yeah. not, not a big fan at all yeah like, and there's, there's a lot of variations that have similar weight like uh can i talk to you about something yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of these uh i'm going to start a conversation but i'm going to leave it nebulous as to what it is i'm not i need to have a word with you about yeah, something it's not hello it's not you know just a casual opening of a conversation it's there is a specific thing and i'm not mentioning it now but we but but it's happening yeah i've i've had people i had somebody not so long ago on a friday night yeah leaving work their boss turned around and went i need to pull you in the office on, on monday about a thing yeah and then just left. Well, that's it. It's, <laughs> but particularly in a workplace scenario, that's terrifying. Exactly. Like that. That's your whole weekend gone right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's a simple thing, but it really helps. It, yeah, like just a bit of clarity for anyone who might not yeah. be as, you know, just carefree as you. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, like, yeah. 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 Ah. Good old platonic hugs. Yeah. Yeah. The closeness is very important. Yeah. <sighs> That's yeah. a good hug, mate. That's, That's a, a good, good hug. hug. Good hug. Shall I uh, put the kettle on? Yeah, have a cup of tea. Nice. Laura. Me? Where can we find John's internet, darling? Laura K. Buzz pretty much everywhere. Laura K. Buzz on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. LauraKBuzz.com, that's where all of my stuff goes. Uh, you can find me, Laura K. Buzz, on Patreon. That's what pays the bills. Patreon.com forward slash Laura K. Buzz. If you can donate, please do. That's what keeps the lights on. Uh, there, the lights are on. Yes, I see. Jane is looking up at the lights. 
Light. <laughs> Have you become a moth? Light. Uh, uh, I've got some books. Uncomfortable labels. That's out now. Go if you if you if you haven't read it yet, go pick up a copy. If you have read it and you enjoyed it, go and review it in various places. Tell people that you liked it. Do a tweet. Put a review up on Amazon. Those are super helpful. Um, I've got things I learned from Mario's butt, which will hopefully be out in the next few months. I'm trying to get a date sorted soon. And I'm on Dice Funk, and I'm on Tonal Whiplash, which is an interview podcast I do. And what about you? What about you, Jane? What about me? What about well, you? I I am um, I'm Maniac Janiac on Twitter and YouTube, but yeah. most places you can find me by looking for Janiac, J-A-N-E-I-A-C. Uh, like Twitch, I do that on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And, um, yeah, and Stoned Monkey Radio, which is the other very important one, which also does live. Light. Well, it doesn't yet, but maybe one day it will do. Maybe one day I'll be able to get a part-time job and then be able to go to the gym with the rest of the time and still be creating things and not be exhausted all the time. Yeah, maybe that that, that would be, be nice, nice wouldn't it? Be nice. Yeah, be nice. In fact, I might be able to create even more things. <gasps> oh goodness! Stone Monkey Radio on on the Patreons there. Heck. If you want to go and support, uh, or PayPal.me slash Jane Magnet if you just want to give me a one-off. Hey, give me one. You don't have to, but I appreciate it if you do. Um, oh, and very soon there'll be an update about when you can hear me on Humans Hollerick News, because I guessed it on that recently. It was very nice. We had a lot of fun, and, and we talked about good news, so, so listen to Humans Hollerick News. So, well, thank you very much for joining us, Lola. Yeah. Sing us out, darling. Until next time, be a stranger.